0: and professional development show with Don Gatewood. And today we're going to be talking about delegation as a manager, more specifically, effective delegation. Because if you are a manager, or if you expect to be one soon, one of the most important aspects is delegating tasks. Simply put, delegation is giving someone authority or responsibility to oversee assignments, tasks, and other duties. For example, imagine that your organization needs a consultant, but there is research that needs to be done in order to identify the best consultant. Instead of you doing that job, imagine giving that job to someone else on your team to do. And that's simply what delegation is. And it seems like it would be a really simple thing to do, but actually delegation isn't always easy especially for newer managers oftentimes newer managers are used to doing the job alone not used to having a team to manage and to give responsibilities to so instead of delegating tasks they may decide to do them themselves because maybe they feel more confident in their work style versus the team maybe they are less Interested in giving someone the work because they want to have the satisfaction of it, getting it done. Or there may be other reasons like trust where the manager doesn't feel confident that the team can't get it done. But regardless of whatever the reasons are, in the long run, this isn't a winning strategy. In order for a team to be effective and efficient, delegation absolutely must occur but there are some steps that every manager must consider to determine if a task is indeed a good task to delegate. For example, management-specific tasks. There are certain tasks that are very specific to management, like evaluation of the team. There's absolutely no way that you can delegate Someone on the team completing the evaluations because only the manager should be completing such a task. Secondly, confidentiality. Managers oftentimes have responsibilities and tasks that are confidential. Perhaps it has something to do with budgets or even layoffs within the organization. So this isn't the type of task that you will be able to delegate because it's confidential. And imagine information that's supposed to be confidential leaked because you gave the responsibility for someone on your team to do. That certainly wouldn't be a good idea at all. But another thing to consider is exactly who on the team has the skill or the time. And when I talk about the skill, there are some people who are interested and have the skill set that are very much so needed to get the job done. And so making sure that you're connecting the right talent with the assignment is key to a successful delegation, but also considering time. Some of the members on your team may have full plates. They may have competing deadlines or priorities that may prevent them from being the best person to have a particular task delegated to. And so you want to just be mindful of what else they have on their plate before determining if they would be a good fit to receive a delegated task. There are also some other considerations that should be thought of before delegating tasks, which is you taking the time to think about what your expectations are. Do you have a particular style of work that you're looking for? Is there a particular format? Because truthfully, The reason why some delegation are not as successful as other is because the expectations aren't clear. So as a manager, you have to clearly communicate what your expectations are so that the person doing the job can understand those and to be sure to achieve them. Because if that isn't the case, what ultimately happens is frustration. You, the manager, are frustrated because you've received an assignment that isn't up to standard, but... The team members frustrated because they never knew what the standard was to begin with. So you want to determine um, who will be the person to complete the task. You want to determine uh, what are what's requirement to get the job done, what the particular format is. But at the same time, after you assign a task, we have to make sure that we aren't walking away and providing no follow-up. But at the same time, we don't want to micromanage the project either. So after you delegate the task, explain the responsibilities, the tools needed, the time that it's going to take, and other pertinent information, as well as answer any questions that the person may have, the clarity that they may need. You want to set up a time frame for you all to follow up. Maybe it'll be on a weekly basis. Maybe it'll be sooner if the project has a a very quick turnaround or a very quick deadline. We want to schedule time to meet in order to discuss the progress that's being made, certain challenges, and also explore solutions to those said challenges. And this type of setup will prevent the micromanagement from happening. And of course, micromanagement is constantly following up, constantly asking questions and really creating an environment that could be uncomfortable toward the person getting the job done. But after you assign the task, you have to trust that they'll get the project done. You wanna coach them if they have difficulties because they will, there will be certain moments where there are some challenges that they experience, but you wanna resist the temptation to do the work yourself, but instead, make sure that the team member has all the information they need in order to be successful. Now, there are several benefits to delegating tasks. First, you're able to create deadlines and create a pace that can support the organization and the departmental goals. But it also helps the colleague feels empowered that they are trusted by the manager and that they're also gaining the skills needed to grow professionally within the organization now there are some steps to create strong delegation you want to focus on outcome and not methods after all we all don't do our work the same we all have different ways that we go around, go about attacking assignments so instead of focusing on the methods that the person is using want to focus on the outcomes definitely want to make sure that you remain open for any questions that they may have regarding the project. And I would suggest that after you assign the task to the person on your team, that you ask them to repeat what they understood um, or repeat what they understand the assignment to be. That way you understand what they heard. Because sometimes when you say things, people don't always understand it the way you stated it or the way you believe that you stated it. So having them summarize the assignment can be very helpful to a mutual understanding. And finally, express confidence in the person that they can get the job done. And as they are achieving milestones, you motivate them and cheer them on and encourage them to accomplish the assignment as it's to be accomplished. And then finally, when the project is done, Definitely want to take a look at it to figure out what went well, but then also what opportunities that that particular project could have for improvement. What are some of the ways that we can, or some of the changes that can be made to be more effective. And those are some of the steps that can help with a strong and a very effective delegation. So that's what we have today regarding delegation. So I hope that's really helpful um, as you are putting your teams together for the new year and putting the assignments together for the new year as well. And we also got a question. We received a question, one of our listeners emailed me and it looks like they wanna get some feedback from us. So I'm excited to read this particular question. And here we go. The question says, I don't like my manager, she gets on my nerves. It seems like every time we talk, we get into it. The last time we spoke, she called a meeting on Zoom and when I joined, she asked me to turn on my camera. First of all, I don't feel like I should have to turn on my camera. I thought that was why there was an option to keep it turned off. Secondly, I was not ready to be seen on camera because I had not put on work clothes. So when she asked me to turn on the camera, I told her I could not. And from her tone, I could see that she was irritated. She told me that it was an expectation that I show myself on camera. And I told her that I had no awareness of this expectation and that I did not feel comfortable with turning it on. And after that, she told me that she would reschedule the meeting and expects the next time that we meet that I will have the camera turned on but I really don't wanna turn it on and she irks me. And it seems like it's always something with her. What suggestion do you have, Don? Well, thank you for that scenario. It definitely sounds like there are a lot of things going on here. What I detect when I read this email is that you don't like your supervisor and it's likely that you're supervisor is aware of this dislike based off of how you all interact. And it's also possible that you may not be her favorite person either. So because of this general dislike, I can understand just why this conversation went in the direction that it did. Now there is obviously a lot more to this story and you all's relationship than what you shared with me, but I do want to say this. This is your place of employment. This is where you work. And because of that fact, I recommend that you make every attempt to do what your supervisor asks you to do, especially if the request is reasonable. As a direct report, if you don't do this, not only will this lead to continued conflict, but it may also possibly lead to a situation where it's elevated to human resources. And even worse, Your job could be in jeopardy. So being in more conflict will only make your experience within the department worse. And that's something that you absolutely want to consider as you're making your decision as to how you want to move forward. Now regarding the camera in particular, companies across the globe are increasing their use of online meeting spaces like Zoom, as well as Teams in place of the in-person meetings. Over the last couple of years, as you all know, we have been experiencing COVID-19 and where we used to meet more face-to-face and in-person, those meetings have been replaced with online. But of course, online has its drawbacks because you can't see the person in person. You can't see them the way you would in the office but some companies in efforts to try to restore some semblance of the in-person workspace, they want you to turn the camera on because at least they can see you, they can see your face, they can see your smile, they can connect with you. And so that's the reason why many companies are pushing for you to turn the cameras on. And with this being said though, I can understand that you don't want the camera on, but the request is reasonable And in many cases, it's a company policy and failure to follow this directive may be a violation. It may be deemed as an insubordination and it could lead to more trouble that you don't want for yourself. So I would suggest that moving forward, you plan to turn your camera on as much as possible during work meetings and especially with your supervisor because it's what she's requested and the request is certainly reasonable. Thank you so much for this question. And I know that these issues with remote work and using cameras will continue to be something that we all face. And as time goes on, I'm certainly confident that more policies will be developed with how we should manage those. But I just want you and everyone else to know that following the directive of your manager in this area is something that I strongly encourage. And that's it. And that's all. That's all, folks. That's all we have for today. I'm really excited that we had a chance to talk, to answer one of our listeners' questions and to learn about delegation. And so today's conversation is over, but I definitely look forward to meeting with you next week to discuss our next exciting topic. And if you have any questions that you like me to ask or if you have any questions that you like me to answer, Please be sure to send me an email at gatewooddon at gmail.com. I look forward to your questions and I certainly look forward to hearing from you about show ideas and definitely make sure that you uh, rate our show, comment on the show and share it with your friends. Because the more people know about what we're doing in this space, the better. So thank you so much and have a wonderful day.